Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family, or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again. Hey, what is going on? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend, especially all of those up here in Canada celebrating Thanksgiving, and of course our neighbors to the south celebrating Columbus Day. Welcome to another episode of Outside the Shoot. I'm your host, Randy Frame. This week's OTC Player of the Week comes to us from the American Freedom 2K25 national team as Addison Martindale takes home the weekly honors. Addison had 31 Ks in 17 and two-thirds innings while sporting a spotless 0.00 ERA and walking four while she and her team went on to win the North Texas Fall Showcase last weekend in Plano, Texas. Great job, Addison. Best of luck the rest of the season. On to this week's guest, and we sat down and chatted with 2019 NFCA All-American and Arizona State Sun Devils alum, Kendra Hackbarth. Kendra had a stellar four years with the Sun Devils. She would be a three-time All-Pac-12 selection, 2018 NFCA All-West First Team selection, as well as previously mentioned, a 2019 All-American. We take a deep dive into Kendra's career, talking about getting her start in the game, the recruiting process that started at a young age, leading to her and her twin sister Maddie originally committing to Notre Dame and then landing in Fresno State. We chat about the transfer out of Fresno State to Arizona State that would ultimately reunite them with Coach Trisha Ford. Kendra talks about getting her love for the game back while with the Sun Devils, that epic 18-17 game against Utah that we've been discussed on here before, and the possibility of getting those cleats back on in the future. Kendra was an absolute joy to chat with. I'm definitely looking forward to see what's in store for her down the road here. I'm sure whatever it is, it will be special. With that being said, grab that drink, sit back, relax, because here we go. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. I can't describe what I'm feeling. Ain't never felt this freedom. I got the world in my palm. Lights, camera, action, it's on. go we are so happy to have on with us today 2019 nfca all-american three-time all-pack 12 selection and arizona state sun devil alum kendra hackbarth kendra thanks so much for coming on the podcast yeah of course thanks for having me how's things going in sunny arizona today Honestly, it's not too bad. Just busy with work and coaching. And other than that, it's been pretty good. Nice. How's, how's the coaching going? It's good. Um, I'm out of Pinnacle High School still, so I'm excited to get back with the girls. We're going to put on some fall camp soon. And then obviously season starts next early next year. Right on. Is this? Did you do this last year as well? Or Yes, I did. Oh, okay. How, how, do, how do you like it? I love it. I, I mean, I grow, I've grown to get attached to the girls just because I want to give them all the knowledge I have and that I've learned throughout the years of playing softball. So I love it. I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Right on. So, I mean, obviously Maddie got into the, the coaching side of things as well. And do you guys uh, bounce ideas off each other? Or? Of course. She always asks me to go out there and help her with her outfielders. And obviously when I have time, I'll, I'll get out there eventually. And then I obviously have a few catchers and some right-handed power hitters that could could use some work and her knowledge as well. So we kind of bounce our ideas off here and there. Awesome. Right on. Now, before I get to quick bitches, which we start the podcast with, I, I got to ask you about your, your golden retrievers. Oh my gosh. It's so funny. They're, they're actually going crazy right now as we speak. How many, um, how many do you I have? have? We, I have two. I have captain, my three-year-old and 
Malibu. She's seven months old. She's still a puppy. And then obviously Maddie has Bear. Right. Also three. So we have three here in the house. And they all they all have Instagram accounts. Oh, yep, they do. <laughs> I love it. Oh, that's crazy. Oh my god. What what made you do the do the Instagram accounts? Yeah, I, because honestly, I just feel like I, I if I could, I'd post all of their pictures on my Instagram, but then I feel like people would get really annoyed with it. So I was like, you know what? They need their own account because I am telling you, my whole camera roll is filled with my dogs. Yeah. And that would be, if you did it to your personal account, you'd have a lot of people I, saying, what is going on with this What girl? is going on here? Exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. That, and how, how old are they? Um, one, two or three years old, my, my dog and then my sister's dog. And then Malibu's only seven months. Oh, okay. So, so I got a puppy in the house. She's destroying everything. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. All right. Uh, little thing I'd like to start the podcast off with, call it quick pitches. Um, I'm going to throw some random questions to you and, uh, you answer them as best oh, you can. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. First one. If you had to live off one food for a week, what is it? Pizza. Pizza. Yeah, that, that's a popular choice. Pizza. Yeah. I, I can eat pizza any day. Yeah. Any day. I'm, I'm soft tacos. I'm the soft Ooh, taco guy. Yeah. Tacos are good too. Uh, biggest thing you miss at Arizona State? Softball. <laughs> <laughs> No. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Coach Ford. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best walk-up song you've used? Um, Do What I Want, Little Uzi Vert. What is it? My favorite. Do What I Want. Okay. I had it two years in a row. And who's that by? Little Uzi Vert. Okay. I'm going to have to Spotify that one when we're done. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where is it? Greece. Greece. Good one. If you could go back and play one game over again, what one is it? The 2019, the Utah last game of the series where we scored in, in runs in one inning. Oh my God. Of course, we're going to be talking about that. And, and that was Maddie's pick too as well. Wait, really? Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't it be? I mean, that game. It was, it was so crazy. I actually, is so funny. I brought that up because I just rewatched like the Pac-12 recap like this morning. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah, that's that game. We'll get into it in detail here in a bit. But I mean, that it's it's insane. Uh, uh, go to show to binge watch. Um, The Witcher. The Witcher. Yeah, it's 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 a very intense. But the more I watch it, the more I pick up on new things that I've missed throughout the whole show. The Witcher. What's it about? I guess it's I, have you seen Lord of the Rings? Yeah. It kind of has like a twist on that. I feel like um, it's definitely not real. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's okay. It's no, it's funny that you say that because I mean, I I love asking that question on here because then I'll go and what and. Oh yeah, I love The Witcher. It's it's on Netflix. I'm pretty sure. Okay, I'm gonna have to check it out because I I talked to Nicole Mendez on here and she uh, she said the uh, marvelous Mrs. Mrs. Maisel and I went and, and I got obsessed with it and I watched every episode. <laughs> It's actually a really good show. Oh, amazing. I can't wait for the, the next season. When, whenever that's going to be. I don't know when it's going to no. be. But, uh, two more here. On a scale of one to 10, with 10 being great, rate your karaoke skills. Ooh, probably a seven. Ooh, hey, that's not bad, though. That was my outcast and it's done. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, that's great. Uh, last one. Favorite uniform color combo with the Sun Devils. Ooh, I really liked our gold uniforms and everyone hated them, but I loved wearing the gold uniforms. It was gold, maroon pants, white socks and maroon stirrups. Okay. Okay. See, I see. Um, I like the black, all black ones. I love the black. I actually, I do love the black, Yeah. but the gold are just like a throwback. And I just, I don't know. I'm yeah. going to get some more throwback kind of girl. Yeah. And I mean, and of course I, I asked Maddie the same thing and I talked to her about it, about uh, swag day, getting all your gear. How, how fun, how fun is that? It is. So, well, one, you have to, you have to earn your gear. Right. Right. So you have to pass your testing, conditioning, testing, all of that good fun stuff. And then you get your gear and then it's kind of, you have to work for your gear because everyone loves gear day. Yeah. Um, but it's, 
it's like Christmas every time you come in and you get your bags it's all full of stuff and it's I don't know it's always a good feeling to get new gear oh absolutely I mean oh, I it, like you said, it's just like Christmas. Like I can imagine, Literally. I couldn't imagine, you know, going into, into the locker room and just seeing an and it's endless your, amount. It's so nice. All of your stuff has your number on it. It's like personal to you. Yes, exactly. It, just, it means something. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It'd be awesome. All right. As with every guest that we have on, let's start back at the beginning. How did uh, little Kendra get her uh, start in the game? Um, honestly, my, my older brother grew up playing baseball. So, um, it was kind of, we tried a lot of different sports and I never really grew attached to anything but softball. I did like dance, but, um, and then when we were four, me, me and Maddie and sis Bates all played T-ball together. We played on the, on a, on a boys team. And then ever since then, I, I just never stopped playing. Right. That's right. I, I forgot about, uh, Maddie mentioned about sis growing up yeah. with you guys. I mean. That must be, geez, you guys must have been pretty good. The three grew is. Up, uh, grew up with Sis. We grew, grew up with Bubba Nichols. Holy cow. Um, Melina O'Neill. She went to Georgia. Um, we grew up a lot of, with a lot of good, like good softball players, good, even good athletes in general mm. that I know. Did you guys, you must not have lost a lot of games. We really didn't lose a lot of games. We had, we were all on the same 10 under team. <laughs> I felt bad for the, some of the teams we played. I imagine, because I mean, <laughs> look at you patrolling the outfield, sis it short, and you're yeah, and Maddie's you're catching. Maddie behind the plate. Wow. This is when Bubba actually, she was a pitcher. Oh, is that right? Yeah, <laughs> she pitched. Wow, well, I mm-hmm. did not know that. Yeah. Wow, that's that's crazy. So, love for the game right away, or or did it progress Honestly, more yeah. over time? Yeah. Um, I would say I loved the game the whole time, but I definitely was one to struggle when I was younger. Um, I fir- batted right-handed until 12 and under. Mm. And so then I did the switch over, but um, honestly, I feel like the game comes with a lot of struggles, even at a young age. You just have to grow to still love the game, even it, when you aren't performing. But I feel like, yeah, since I was little, I never stopped loving softball. I never grew attached to any other sport. Right on, right on. And now you're, you're, Parents played a big role for you guys, you know, growing up. Yeah, they did anything and everything to get us to tournaments, to camps, to lessons. They did a lot for me and my sister. Yeah. And I mean, the funny thing is you learned as you get older, you grow to appreciate it. Like, you know. Oh, 100%. Because then I look back at um, everything they did. And I was like, holy cow. Cause when you're in the moment, you don't think it's a lot. Mm. And then you look back and you're like, holy cow, how much my parents did for me and my sisters. It's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So how big of a benefit was it, you know, having a twin sister that was into the game as well for your development? That's so funny. You asked that, <laughs> um, it's, you, you go to camps and you know how scared you are as a little girl and, um, you don't have any, you don't think you have any friends. And then, I, I got lucky. I got to go with my sister at everything. <laughs> we always knew that we could play play catch together or this or like always be by each other's side if we had to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, I guess it was beneficial for me and her to go to camps and be on the same team. But I mean, that comes with also the big sister, like little sister arguments, you know, that everyone yeah. has. But I would I would say it's very beneficial to have my sister around. No, when you say big sister, little sister, I mean what <laughs> you guys well, are twins. He's older than me by two minutes. Okay, it counts. It yeah. Me. Yeah. So so you can always say I'm the little sister. Take it easy yeah, on me. I am. <laughs> uh, yeah. She. It's so funny. She is technically older than me. I know it's two minutes, but it definitely looks like she's way old. She she could pass for. A year older than me. Yeah, right on. So uh, your travel ball in high school, going through that, uh, any big memories come up for you from your time doing that? Honestly, I feel like not a lot of big memories, but I mean, I've grown so many friendships out of high school and travel ball and just the softball world in general Mm. that it's... I don't know. It's just, it's, it's a small softball, such a small world that you just have so many friends. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And they're kind of family, but I wouldn't say like 
a lot of crazy memories. Hmm. I mean, obviously you have when you go on all your your college visits and when you commit and all of that good stuff. But I mean, the only memory I can think about in softball in high school is my me, my sister, um, we backpicked someone from a center fielder and a catcher. But I mean, there's not really a lot of memories. We didn't like win state or anything like that. Right. <laughs> well, let's talk about the recruiting process then. Because I mean, uh, what do you recall about that? Because it, it started early for you, it's correct? It's so different now. Yeah. I was getting recruited in seventh grade. Yeah, that's right. I, yeah, I remember yeah, Maddie saying. Our first, official, our first unofficial visit to Oklahoma in seventh grade. That's insane. And then we committed our end of eighth grade to Notre Dame. That's right, too. That's right, too. And now it's just so crazy how you can't even talk to schools until... Well, that's probably a good thing, though. I mean, it's a good thing. I just I just feel like some like COVID kind of screwed up. I know a lot of people and everything, but mm. I did feel bad for some of the, the high schoolers that couldn't they didn't they lost a whole year of playing. Yeah, true enough. Yeah. But the recruiting process is very different now. And I, I mean, I don't know. It's same even with in college with the transfer portal. Everything is just so different mm. than like in the NCAA whatever it's called. I don't remember when you can like sign to different things and make money off your name. Oh, it's just nil, it's just also, nil, N-I-L. Yeah. Yeah. It's name just all so crazy. Yeah. Like oh. I look back and I'm like, holy cow. I feel like I have not been out of the softball for that long <laughs> that a lot has changed. Like the whole game feels so different. And it really, it's only been two years, hasn't it? I know. <laughs> that's, that's insane. So, but, but I mean, okay. So let's go back to the, you know, when you guys went to the OU, like you guys went to a camp, correct? Yeah. I was a pitcher and an outfielder and Maddie was a catcher. Yeah. Um, I was obsessed with Kehlani Ricketts. <laughs> it was like my day, my, like, it was like made my day taking pictures, pictures with her. And um, yeah. So we went on our uh, visit to Oklahoma. They did make an offer, but I mean, we were so young hmm. that, it, we there's there's just no way so obviously you keep in touch with all the schools until you finally commit somewhere and my parents and we had like top three schools and my parents made made me and maddie call the other schools we didn't um pick and we were all crying on the phone with the coaches <laughs> <laughs> you grow you grow relationships with all of them right. even if you're not committed there or you don't play for them you grow relationships with all the coaches mm -hmm. that you talk to we talked to them for years right Right. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. No, it definitely does. So it's crazy how close you get with them. Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Uh, no doubt. No, I'm now I'm assuming the huge part to committing to Fresno State was Trisha Ford. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I, we, um, I, we both decommitted obviously, um, from Notre Dame. It just was too far. And the GPA that they wanted out of both of us is just very high. And honestly, I'm going to say it. I'm not the smartest with books in school. <laughs> Neither am um, I. So it's all good. <laughs> I heard, but it's just to a point where I, I couldn't get the GPA. Right. So when he committed and Co coach Ford got the call, and she was at her next game in Colorado, bright and early at her first eight o'clock game. Wow. That, mm -hmm. Well, that goes to show you a lot right there. When uh, Exactly. Yeah. Um, there obviously were a few others, but Coach Ford is a big reason why um, we committed because she never she never left our side. Hmm. Even when we went to Fresno and when she we got the text on her senior trip saying she wasn't going to return, she um, got an offer for Arizona State and she was going to take it. Mm -hmm. I mean, I already signed my, I already signed my NLI, so I couldn't get out of it. There's no way. So I had to try a year at Fresno State and wasn't the best experience personally for me or what I wanted my college softball experience to be like. So the, and I was going to quit softball if I couldn't go to Arizona State because right. I, the only person I could really trust was Coach Ford. Right. Right. And I mean, why would you, I mean, you guys, exactly. you guys invested a lot into her and she invested a lot into you guys. So, I mean, and I mean, it just wasn't you and Maddie, I mean, Mo and, and, yeah, and Sam. there was a lot that, that left, wasn't there? Yeah, there was a lot. We had, it was me more. Oh, oh well, in general that, that year, it was me, Morgan, how 
Maddie, Sam Mejia, uh, Kamalani Dung. Mm-hmm. There were there was a Kiara. Uh, there there's a lot of girls that left it. Probably eight or nine. Wow. That left here. Yeah. Well, and and that goes to show you a lot, like what kind of effect Coach Ford had on, like as far yeah. as everybody goes, you know. May, it doesn't just make you a better softball player. She makes you a better person leaving mm, yeah. wherever, wherever you leave. If you had her for a few years at Fresno state, had her for a few years at Arizona state and whoever's with her at Texas A&M, she makes you a better person. Right. Right. So after that, like after that first year at Fresno state, like that, that first year you were primarily splitting duties with Mo and right field, right? Weren't you? I they didn't play um like really at all mm. and i think that's kind of like what kind of got to me was it well it really wasn't like not playing but it was like being told that you're gonna play and then you don't play by like your head coach if that makes sense yeah that's tough and that's kind of what like it was meant to like really messing with me mentally to where, like i was like do i even like softball anymore <laughs> yeah. because like i'd get on deck and like I'd go in to run for Mo mm-hmm. and play in the outfield and I'd get on deck and they'd pull me out when I'd be walking up to the plate. So it was very like mentally, like I just was like, I don't feel good enough. I've been putting all of my extra time into softball. And my dad drove down every Wednesday to help me with my hitting. Wow. He drove from our hometown. Wow. Yeah. Every Wednesday he drove down and we would hit at eight o'clock and, then he, sorry, the dogs are going crazy. That's all then right. he, um, he drive home and he probably wouldn't get home until midnight. And that was every week. Wow. Yeah. Because huh. I was just so like mentally not there mm-hmm. to where I was like, don't like softball anymore. Like I was kind of was pushed to the side. I wasn't getting the help that everyone else, like the starters were getting help with. And I'd go in for meetings and I'd ask for help or what I could do to get better. Not even to start just to see what I could work on, like, for myself to help the team, if that makes sense. If they wanted me in the dugout and said, Hey, we don't see you playing this year. No big deal. I would be like, okay, I'm going to do my role and what I can do in the dugout. Mm-hmm. What it starts or just, I mean, being there for my teammates in general, I would have done that, but it was just the, the opposite was being said and then not happening. And it just was very mentally draining. Oh like it gosh. just wasn't a good, ex- a good experience for me. And I just said it. If I can't go to ASU and play for Coach Ford, then I'm not going to play at all. Wow. And we got lucky um, that we got a it, what what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you guys we went. Go, you guys went through an ordeal to yeah to get transferred. Did. Yes, we did. We had to have a majority majority vote out of nine in order to transfer because co- uh, the former coach. Uh, Fresno put a wild card on and picked ASU for me, Maddie, and Morgan. Right. So we had to go in front of nine Dina students, and we had to go against the head of the head athletic director. Wow. Yeah. That must have been that must have been (laughs) quite an experience for you. It was crazy because it came down to the wire, where um, Coach Ford couldn't offer us anything because it was so late in the. It was so late in the process that like softball was already starting up. Like we didn't get to ASU and find our apartment till like late August. Holy cow. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was definitely, I mean, I wouldn't change it for the world, but Mm. it was definitely not the best experience to go through, but it was, it was worth it at the end of the day. Oh, no doubt. I mean, I can only imagine that feeling like, walking into Arizona state, you know, with a clean slate and playing under the coach that originally yeah. recruited you. Exactly. Coach Ford. Um, then you have Carly Wynn and then obviously coach Harger. They, and then Katie Richardson, she just got recently married, but um, they all were big impacts on my play at softball yeah. or my play at ASU. Right. What was the, what was the biggest, uh, thing you noticed when you when you stepped on campus and there like for the first time honestly i it, it was just i feel like they everyone welcomed us like welcomed me with open arms like mm-hmm. it was just like i was wanted even like as a friend or as a teammate like i was want like they wanted me to be there it felt like they like they, they were very welcoming and it just it became like a family yeah 
And that goes. Part with- was the people and the coaches and my teammates and even um, my academic advisor, my academic mentor. Uh, they all opened the doors for us. I feel like, and mm-hmm. they just they made it as easy as a transfer, like as coming in as a transfer. They made it so easy for us to adjust. Yeah, and as an athlete, that goes a long way in, in, in your game. Very long- yeah. yeah. And uh, sorry, it's go hard ahead. to it's hard to leave a school where you didn't feel wanted or like welcome towards the end of your season and then walk in and not be afraid to like be yourself or not have any guards up if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. And actually one thing that stuck out to me when I was doing my research research and notes for this, which I'm surprised I didn't notice before, you know, from talking to your sister and and Morgan on here was uh, how big of an opening weekend all three of you had debuting. Because it's almost like like a weight was lifted off your shoulders. Honestly, it really was. Like you, when you find, and it's nothing against my, the old coaches or my old teammates or the old school. It was just that you have to find the right fit. Everyone has their home. Mm -hmm. I feel like so cheesy to say, but everyone has their home. And sometimes you have to a year or two to really okay maybe i don't like this or maybe this isn't the right fit for me i need to go find a better fit for myself if mm-hmm. that makes sense yeah absolutely absolutely and i mean it it showed from opening weekend with you guys i mean yeah <laughs> it's just fun you made it so fun yeah i don't know well that same year let's go to the women's college world series i mean yeah. I, lo- I love asking players personal accounts of the atmosphere there i believe maddie she used the word electric how was it from your experience? Hmm. I, it, I just, I guess electric is the word, but I, it's, it's like, it's hard to talk about. Like, I feel like it's your one goal as a, a little kid is to get to the college world series. And, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I wouldn't change, I, I wouldn't change that whole year, the college world series. I mean, Hey, did we win a game? No, but we made it. That's right. Yeah. But yeah, I guess the word electric is a good word. I always just, I'm always speechless about the World Series because I feel like it's weird to say, but you sort of, I I blacked out a little bit when I was there. (laughs) Like it was a game, like it comes back in like spots. It's like, holy cow, I made it. Um, You're on such a big... Like you're like served on a big plate out there and it's like you have 36 cameras on you at all times. Yeah. No, that's, that's insane. It but, really is. Yeah. I, I don't know. The World Series, it's so crazy. It was my first year. I wish we got to go back, but. Mm. Well, I mean, your, your opening game against Oregon, I mean, you went three for four in the game with, with yeah. and two hits off Miranda Alish, which, you know, isn't really an easy feat. And, and then. I feel like- Played Oregon so many times, or I feel like I've faced Miranda Hellish so many times, even when we played him at, played him at Texas. But yeah, I feel like I wish some of the things could have turned in that game mm-hmm. because I feel like we could have won that game. But that was a big, I think that was a big game for a lot of us, even um, some a few other transfers and some of the freshmen went up big that game as well. Mm-hmm. Just didn't go no that's true and then of course you get oklahoma for your next yeah. game and i mean that that atmosphere there that just was been... <laughs> the intense environment i've ever been in in my life yeah no doubt no doubt i was we were getting booed in the outfield i remember <laughs> looking at morgan and she's in center i'm like morgan like this is crazy she's like yeah like we're getting like booed. Like people were booing me and morgan like they pull up they pull up your social media accounts like it's crazy no way yeah, it's intense. <laughs> Same thing that happened. I think it was in Supers. Like people are like yelling at us. Oh, we know your boyfriend. Like, and I'm like, holy cow! Like, <laughs> this is crazy. That's insane. Oh. It's intense. Like, no. it's a, that's the most intense environment, like I said, I've ever been in in my life. Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. But honestly, it, it was super fun. Yeah. Like it's fun. It's, it's it's competitive, but it's fun. I yeah. mean, I feel like the more competitive it is the more fun it is. Absolutely. Now, do you think having that experience and a bit of personal success on that big stage there really set the table for your confidence going into junior year? 
Because, I mean, you had a great yeah. junior year. Yeah, honestly, um, I wouldn't say confidence, but it, it made me want more. Okay. Like, uh, I always strive to do the best I can and, and do whatever I can as a teammate as and be the best teammate I can. But I feel like it made me want it made me want more like it made me want made me want to drive and push myself and my teammates because i was like we're okay we made it to the world series now let's win the world series Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it made it made a lot of us want want more right right it was like a little taste and we we wanted more of it yeah Uh, and and it's true i mean you hear everybody say that once once you get that little taste you you want it a lot more again exactly yeah yeah now of course we can't move on from junior year and we talked about a little (laughs) bit there without talking about that 18-7 win against utah yeah (laughs) because i mean that game is uh, it uh, it's hard to explain i mean we've talked i've talked about it on here with maddie of course and and with and with mo but let's hear it through your perspective because i mean i think you and you and maddie combined for five home runs and 11 rbis which (laughs) <laughs> it's incredible when you have twin sisters doing that. Tell us, tell us about it from your, from your eyes. I feel like that whole series is crazy. I don't know why for some reason Utah was just the, the team that, that we wanted to beat so bad. It, it just, for so that game, I mean, a lot happened in that game. Yes. <laughs> a lot did. <laughs> like a lot, like from, obviously where it's back and forth and then the game's tied and then they go ahead and then we, we tie or we go ahead. And, but I think that that last inning was even more crazy because Maddie obviously hits the home run, right? Mm-hmm. She bat flips. Did she tell you this? Yeah. Oh yeah. She, oh, we, and the bat rolled inside the dugout. Oh no, no, no. didn't hear about this. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think PAC 12 really got any of this. So the bat, so the bat rolled inside Utah towards Utah. It didn't roll in the dugout, but it rolled towards the coaches. And one of the coaches grabbed it and said and tried throwing it down towards their dugout. And I was like, I went to go grab it from them. And Coach Wen is right there, the first base coach. And um, he said he looked at us and said, "Yeah, scoreboard." Because we weren't winning. We are still losing. Oh, yeah. And I was, was 17 Oh, wow. So yeah. this is really how it's going to be. <laughs> wow. So, so then I looked at him and I was like, okay, like, can I have the bat back? Gave it back. And I am thinking I'm going to get hit. I'm going up to bat. I'm thinking this, this pitcher is going to hit me in the back. <laughs> and no, I ended up, because we were, I think we were losing. I don't, we were losing. Oh, going in, going in the last inning was, it was 17 to nine. Yeah. Yeah. I ended up tying up the game on a home run on that home run. And I remember bat flipping and pointing back at the coach. I know very, very, um, disrespectful, but I felt like he disrespected the, the, like me and my team. Oh yeah. That's fair game. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. And then obviously we go back out there, some stuff happens and we're losing even more now. And then you have the last inning. Mm. And meanwhile, we scored all those runs with two outs. Right. That's right, too. Yeah. Two outs. Yeah. And you could see us in the dugout and nothing was stopping us. For some reason, we're like, we are not losing to Utah. Like, we are not doing it. They are not They are not going to beat us today. And so you just have everyone going crazy in the dugout. And I, I still get goosebumps talking about it. Even watching the game, I get goosebumps. Like, it's, a, it's insane. Mm. Yeah. But have... Uh, Bases loaded. Allie Tatnall. God, I love her. She was the, one of the best teammates anyone could ever like have. Like, yeah. I wish I have a little bit of Allie Tatnall. But she hits the ball, and we're we're going crazy. If you rewatch the video, if you, she, she didn't even know she hit the walk off. I know she thought she tied it. <laughs> yeah, she thought she tied it. So she's running her little heart out, still all the way to third base, like about to run home. And that's when we she realized we hit the she hit the walk off. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but that was my favorite game. Like I would never say, okay, yes, we went to the World Series, but I not one of those games were my favorite. Yes, it was a great experience, but watching Ali Tatnall mm. hit the walk off for us and win the game was by far the my like best memory at asu yeah no doubt I, that that game i'm i'm the game was insane yeah 
I'm da- I'm gonna have to go back and watch it again now that you, you said the bat story just so I can yeah, yeah get context from it. That's awesome. Um let's chat chat about senior year. Well, what was supposed to be and then COVID. a little thing called a pandemic decided to hit. Yeah. I mean, at the time you were absolutely raking at the time, hitting four forty three, six home runs, ten stolen bases, well on your way to a career year. How emotional was that time for you when they shut it down? Oh, it was, I could tell you, we were, we were riding in the bus on the way to UCLA and, um, we are pulling off at our normal stop to get gas, um, halfway or whatever you want to say. And coach Ford drove separately. She always drives separately. So we're getting our busy, busy on and everything. And all of a sudden we get the call and the text saying that, uh, I think actually NCAA posted it saying that everything was shut down. Mm. That's crazy. Now, did you guys, when you guys left, was there any indication that, like, did you guys have any feeling that? That we were getting shut down. Obviously we're masked up or that we were getting COVID tested, everything, but no, there's nothing indicated saying it's going to be canceled. Nothing was thrown to our direction saying that it was done. So it was crazy. I, and Every it was emotional. Like everyone's crying. I was like, "Well, that's our senior year, <laughs> and we have all our seniors yeah. that were there, and we're all crying." And everyone's like, obviously trying to be supportive of us and the seniors, but at the same time, it's like, "What can you do?" No, that's right. Yeah. But I honestly, everyone would wish that COVID never happened, but I feel like. You win some, you lose some. <laughs> and no, it's true. I don't know. It's just it's the part of life where that's where you realize life's too short not to take not to take advantage of the game and your life in general. And every day you wake up and can't go back and change things. Nope, and that's you right. Leave it all on the field at that point. Yeah, and I, but I mean, it, as much of a roller coaster ride it was, I mean when you got word that you were going to be able to come back for that, for your extra year, I mean, that had to be, you know, pure joy for you. We were in contact with coach Ford and I remember she put us on me and Maddie on a zoom with all the new incoming freshmen. And we're just telling them our stories, like exactly kind of what I told you, but a little more in depth Mm -hmm. about the transfer in from Fresno and like basically my come up story as an athlete and same with Maddie. And obviously things get emotional when you're telling your life story, because I mean, it's your own life and you have to be vulnerable and welcoming in new people. And, but I remember coach Ford calling us saying, you guys have the opportunity to come back. And I was like, is that even a question? (laughs) (laughs) But obviously we couldn't announce it yet. Yeah. But coach, we, everyone knew me and Maddie are coming back for like, we almost all the seniors came back, mm-hmm. um, but she didn't announce it to any of the girls until, uh, I think that zoom call. Oh, wow. That same zoom call. We found out that, uh, that my alpha coach Carly Wynn, uh, took a better position out in Minnesota. Okay. All right. Yeah. But on, obviously thank you NCAA. I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, and it's obviously you have to thank Ray Anderson as well, because he gave us all seniors, our, our same scholarship money that we were on the year before. Oh, that's good. Wow. Yeah. That's great. It was, it was awesome. I mean, I think even ASU in general, like they, they didn't, he didn't have to do that. That there was nothing. NCAA never said that they had to give us our money back. Um, they chose to do that. So obviously that meant the world to every senior. Oh, no doubt. I was just, geez, being able to, you know, especially going into it, you, you are thinking, wow, is this coming, coming out of my own pocket? And to yeah. be relieved of that, I mean, that's going to be, that's going to be a great feeling. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. I mean, and then obviously being back into all of it, everything was different, but a little change isn't, is never terrible. Mm, yeah. New adjustment to a new routine. Yeah, for sure. Now, do, do you think going into that extra season that, you made, did you put any added pressure on yourself going into that last oh, season? Yeah. I feel like it was, it wasn't as real my senior year, my actual senior year until it was when I lost everything. Right. 
I lost everything. That sounds very dramatic. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? <laughs> lost the rest of my <laughs> senior year. I didn't realize how real and how much love I really did have for the game because, I mean, I miss it every day. Mm. I still do now, but um, I think it did add a lot of pressure on. And I feel like I did add a lot of pressure onto myself where pressure wasn't needed, if that makes sense. Right. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. No. Do you, like, of course, I mean, how bad would you like to have that, that last game against Brigham Young back? <laughs> oh, so bad. Yeah, no doubt. So bad. Well, the little, the like, little does everyone know, all our pitchers were hurt. We had pitching tryouts that last week. I was, was going to ask that. You know what? I, I was pitching. It's so funny. We're, at, we're about to go run for conditioning, and we all have bruises on our back leg from hitting our glove on our leg. We had... <laughs> We had Yanni, McKenna, Jazz. I I was doing it. Miley was, we all had pitching lessons because um, Lindsay had a broken rib. Uh, Allison um, had something wrong with her hip slash femur. I'm not sure what was going on there. And we were like, we were like dropping like flies. So we all had pitching lessons. And if anything happened, our one thing was to um throw in someone to hmm. pitch yeah because i mean that, Lindsay, Lindsay had to throw that whole game yeah holy cow you know that's but that's, she's a fighter oh yeah she is a fighter and i cannot wait to see her next journey at washington oh that's right too yeah 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 so of course you'll go down you know as one of the top sun devils ever what uh what are some of the memorable moments you have, whether, you know, it's on or off the field from your time there? Hmm. I would say anytime we had hit, anytime we had hitting with coach Harger was always fun. Like I could pick little thing. We would pick little things out every day and we'd change it. And I feel like he, he hit, he, him, um, Carly, when, uh, you obviously coach Ford and then, um, <laughs> Uh, Coach Hef, uh, he's uh, he's at uh, Texas A&M, but Hef was, he was our cheerleader and he, he made my last year so memorable. It's, it's hard to even tell you everything because he, he was just, he was just always there and he always had a big smile on his face and he made everyone laugh when everyone needed to laugh. But I don't know, my favorite memories obviously would be the top ones would be obviously transferring day issue mm-hmm. and then into the world series. Well, not even making the world series hosting supers and or regionals and super regionals, and then going to the world series and being able to win in front of your home crowd like that is it's, it's amazing. That's right. How was that? That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. We hosted both and it was, it was insane. Mm, no doubt. Uh, the environment of our fans and, they they're i still talk to them today i still go to the games and i still see um all of them all of my they're 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 called our boosters but they're like family now um it was it's amazing that was like one of the best feelings is being able to win in front of your home crowd i mean even in a normal pac-12 game sweeping arizona last year two years ago wow yeah it's it's beating washington at home it's just it's it's so amazing to be able to do that in front of people that like go and watch you play yeah absolutely no doubt i mean yeah doing it at home is totally different you know having the people that you that you know you care about there watching you it it just takes it to a different level no it really does yeah and then obviously i think the most fun i had at asu was my junior year. I just feel like everyone clicked. And obviously last the last couple of years were there they were fun, but mm. I just feel like the the chemistry between everyone um where we where we said all that matters is is winning no matter what we have to do. Um if it's cheering in the dugout to hit it striking someone out to hitting getting hits like we knew what we had to get done if even if it was putting a bunt down we knew what our role was and it was to win the game and put put everything on the line and 
I think that was the most fun I had mm. with that year. But obviously you do have, nothing is my other year, but you do have fun the other years as well. But I just feel like everyone was on the same page, yeah. no matter when it came to cheering in the dugout to weights and conditioning, we always were competing with each other to get better. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Now, do you think that, you know, that COVID year when you guys started, cause I mean, you guys were 22 and seven when everything shut down, mm-hmm. like you guys, do you think, uh, that season probably would have been, you know, a little bit different. Oh, big. Yeah. I feel like taking a whole year off, uh, a whole year off from seeing it. Not, a, I guess it was a whole year, however long it was. Yeah. And then all of the crazy mandates they made for masks and testing, like it, t- it took a lot out of me personally. I can't speak for anyone else, but it was like draining <laughs> getting up to go get to go COVID tested. Yeah. You can't, and it's a, like it's a saliva test that so you have to sit there and like build your saliva up and fit into a tube. You know what I mean? And then the contact tracing. And then if you were next to someone for longer than 15 minutes, you have to quarantine. Like it was very draining. Oh. And if I could go back, like I, I would do it all over again, no matter how draining it was. It just, I feel like it took a lot out of everyone, even the coaches. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. Like you don't want to get in trouble. Yeah. Oh, I know. I know. Like, I mean, I talk, I, I've had on like pretty much the whole Canadian Olympic team on here and the stuff they had to do going into the Olympics to get to the Olympics as far as testing and everything, it was like mind blowing. Right. Yeah. But yeah, that year, I think that year would have been a little different. It, I mean, it was still fun how long it lasted, for how long it lasted, but mm. Yeah. Just everyone came back. We no one was different. It's just it was a different environment to be in. You had a different routine. You had to wear a mask twenty four seven, and it's just you gotta to go with the flow at that point. Yeah, for sure. Now we talked about uh, before we get on to the last segment here. You, you talked about you know you're doing a little bit of coaching now. Is that uh, is that something that you maybe want to get into a little bit heavier going forward? Or? Yeah, I think so. Honestly, right now I am trying to figure out. I want to go back and play and what I kind of want to do with my life. I'm kind of in a stage where I really miss softball and mm-hmm. I went to go watch Maddie play. I really miss it even more. And so I've been very interested in looking into athletes unlimited and getting started with that and getting, nice. getting back out there. And I'm hoping Maddie will play again. Fingers crossed. We get to play together again. That would be and amazing. Then- playing against each other, which it will, would not have happened. This hasn't happened since we were 12 years old. We <laughs> play all the same team. And we had one year when we were 12, where I was on a different team than she was. Oh, so, that's right. She's, she told yeah. that story. <laughs> it would, that, that would be different and fun, but then obviously playing with the amazing athletes that are there. Mm. Would like, I think that's what I, when I was watching, I was like, holy cow, like, all of these big top athletes are playing together. And yeah, they probably do have, they probably were rivals at one point and they're all act, like, getting along like they're really good friends. And mm-hmm. they, they are really good friends. But like, I kind of miss all of that, if that makes sense. I miss being out on the field and playing and then it'd be awesome to play with Sis again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it, it totally makes sense. I know exactly what but you're saying. Coaching, I definitely am looking forward to wanting to coach more. I still give lessons and obviously I'm helping Corey Mathis out at uh, Pinnacle and here and there with Storm, but I do, I do miss it. And I do think that coaching will still be around in my future. Right on, right on. That's good. I, I, now that you brought it up as far as AU goes, I, I would love to see you and Maddie both together in AU. And the funniest thing, what would be even funnier is if one of you were a captain and didn't draft the other. I know. <laughs> that'd be odd. That's actually funny. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Oh, that'd be hilarious. That would be funny. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh let's get to player association. Little thing we'd like to end the podcast with. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out some names to you. And uh if you have a story or anything about them, let it fly. How fun. Yeah. All right. First one. Oh, we talked to her about her a little bit here. Sis Bates. Yep, she actually um, was is also one of my best friends. Um, I, I'm trying to think of stories. 
Hmm. Well, Maureen, I don't know. We can't share that story. <laughs> <laughs> or can we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't seen I haven't seen Sis in a long time. So when I did see her, it was just a lot of fun. But I feel like there was there's a story. We had a team car wash. This is me and Sis's big like our first big fight. And <laughs> Um, cause we, we, we played together for like our whole lives and we actually got in a huge fight. She went, I called her like a mean name and she went told, and that was, a, that was like one of the first times I've ever like done anything. <laughs> We've ever done anything mean to each other. And, but we made up, I think the best part is, is every time we played sis, I hit the ball to her. She got me out. <laughs> well, that happens to a lot of people though. <laughs> Yeah, don't hit the ball to this base. Anyone listening to this, do not hit the ball to this base. Yeah, absolutely. But um, no, I think, and then I think I got, I, it's just vice versa. There's not really any stories. I mean, more recently, she, she was, she's my best friend. She's, I talk to her every day. Right on. Well, I'm going to, I'm using that connection. I'm getting her on this podcast. I've sent her yeah, a message. Yeah, use that connection, please. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want to hear Sis's story. Um oh, that is such a good story. You'll love it. Awesome. Uh, next up is Bella Loomis. Bella, love Bella. She actually was my hitting partner for a long time. Um, I don't think I have any funny or fun stories. Um, not really. There. I mean, we have a lot of memories. We share a lot of memories. Yeah. Well, I mean, you would, you know, <laughs> you, you guys together. go through a lot playing together, so... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh next up, friend of the show, Morgan Howe. Oh, Morgan. Uh <laughs> Miss 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 Potty Potty Moth herself. She was on here dropping F bombs and Oh no. <laughs> no, it's all good. I didn't mind. My mom's gonna be so happy I haven't dropped one. <laughs> hey, hey it's a allow- it's allowed on this podcast. I should have said that. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't know. Um uh, I have so many memories with Morgan. Uh I just think that the, I mean, the best thing about Morgan is I, I looked up to Morgan. Um, I know we were close in age, but in general, like she was the one I looked up to and we we're hitting, um, even as an outfielder, as a person, she was just the one that I was always near 24 seven. Mm-hmm. If that makes, um, I think <laughs> it's not a memory of mine, but I think my, my favorite memory of her being like at an issue, like outside of softball was, there's this really funny video. She should, she has to share it to you. Um, she was waiting. She was waiting to pick to pick someone up. I'm not sure. And she was going to come over. And um, this person tried getting in her car, thinking she was an Uber. <laughs> and when I tell you her reaction, um, it, you have to ask for the video. Oh, I'm definitely going to. She just she was a big part of ASU for me. I I looked up to her at, at the plate and in the outfield. So. Uh-huh. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, two more here. Uh, coach Trisha Ford. Oh, coach Ford. You're going to make me cry. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I think that my favorite memory is just having coach Ford at third base. Cause obviously she switched with coach Harger, which love coach Harger at third base. But I think me and coach Ford's memories is after every one of my first at bats, um, she'd come up to me and ask, Every little detail. Okay, what's she pitching? What's her speed? What's what is her ball doing? What spin does it have on it? And I think like every after every at bat, that's what would happen. And that's like some of my favorite mem- like moments with Coach Ford was having those conversations with her just about the pitcher and picking up um, what she's doing and being able to help my teammates see what I'm seeing. If that makes sense. Mm. Um, after every after every first about of every game, that's what we'd have like a conversation, and it'd be a good like three minute conversation about what I was seeing. And I think that those are some of my favorite moments with Coach Ford. Right, being able to what she's seeing and what I'm seeing, and being able to understand different spins and types of pitches that these pitchers are throwing. Like that's she just helped me see the ball differently out of the hands. Right. So, what if you went in and tagged the first pitch? <laughs> Uh, that's very rare. <laughs> it's actually very rare. Uh, I never would ever, um, t- hit the first pitch. Actually, that's really c- a handful of times. And one of them was two years ago against Kelly, uh, Kelly Lynch and I hit a home run first pitch. There you go. See, so it's just very, that rarely happened ever in my first at bat. I always took in as much information as I could the best I could for my teammates, my, my very first at bat, if that makes sense as a leadoff batter. Yeah. 
after that one, you just go back and Doug would say, it's, right, it's right there. there <laughs> I did get out and I did swing up the first pitch and Coach Ford was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. But I mean, after hitting a home run, I mean, that's you yeah. go back in and say, it, it, it's right there. Just take it. <laughs> yeah. And they do so much for us with film and everything. Right. Like, that sometimes you just kind of already know the sequence that's coming unless it changes. But yeah, Coach Coach Ford, Coach Ford, she mm. is something else. I love her. Yeah, I, I imagine the uh, the players at Texas A and M will uh, definitely benefit from her. Oh, I cannot wait to see what she does with that program. Her and Coach Harger over there. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, last but not least, Maddie Hackberth. Oh God, we have a lot of memories, but I don't know if she told you this one. I would let's take it back to the go- the golden days. Um. Uh, I gave her a black eye. Nope, never heard this one. Okay, here we go. Uh, well, you know the the thunder stick that you hit it and it swings back and forth to you? Yep. Yeah, so it was her turn and I wanted to keep swinging. And um, she walked behind the bat and I, I gave her a big old black eye. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, and I, got, I, I didn't get in trouble, I don't think. I did say sorry. but <laughs> Oh, at least you said sorry. Good for you. The best memories and moments I've had with my sister is playing softball but also like off the field she's always she's always there for me mm. like she do I'd do anything for her she'd do anything for me but I think my my dad's goal was to one game to have me and Maddie hit a home run in the same inning and and we finally did I could not tell you the game because I think it happened a couple times after that but that was his one goal. And I remember after that game, I, we, me and Maddie knew it. And we looked up to him and pointed to him in the stands. I think that was like a big moment for us as well. Wow. Well, it definitely happened in the Utah game, didn't it? Yeah, but it, I think it happened before the Utah game. Right. Because it was like, it was, it was like Wichita State, maybe. I'm not sure what team it was. Yeah. But it was, it was time where we and I took time. We pointed out him in the stands. And I think that like, you could see the tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. Listen, Kendra, I got to thank you so much for taking the time to come on here because I know you're absolutely busy. <laughs> like I said, before we start recording, you probably thought I was a psycho texting you and <laughs> trying to set this up, but uh, I'm happy that you're able to come on and, uh, you know, I wish you nothing but the best with coaching. Hopefully we see you back on the field again and uh, again, wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's always a good time talking. All right. Take care. Thank you. I know I never took it serious Then what we had got fucked up We grew apart but in my heart I still loved ya Back at the start I thought it last so long Went by so fast now it feels like the passion is gone Everything I loved about you just got pissed away And it really gets to be because I miss some days You was modest, honest, pretty much you gone It's the farthest thing from pity or heartless And never thought less of this jobless pothead Even though I couldn't get your cards and chocolates You put up with my nonsense day after day You were one of the types you don't let get away Shit, we used to get looped together I remember one time you were so sick we almost puked together Your mood was better then But who would've knew what we had we would soon lose forever Damn, I still love you You were late, you were like my sunshine You were too young for love but I knew you'd be mine Had to let you go and get on with my life Now I got you back, ain't gonna leave it this time And I know I can always rely Well I know you'll be keeping me high So I won't let you go, not again Cause I know I love my lesson I know I can't take it serious You gotta know what I'm feeling this This type of love ain't hard to find But you know you're always on my mind I know I can't take it serious I'm going through the same thing right now, man This type of love ain't hard to find Okay, yeah, I know I said I wouldn't do it, but I did it And now it got me wishing that my position was switching Never no hugs, no tongue, never kissing But keep fucking with us since the first day I hit it The minute that you talked, I would listen You made the way that I walk a little different I like your vibe, like the way that you feel Your head style from the start, now you're paying my bills I gotta love it Yeah, I'm a little obsessed, and I'll confess Without you, I feel a little depressed The wife's headed, sick of me giving you my attention Really, I see a point, but it was never my intention I'm always talking and bragging you up like yo check this is she amazing or what and the fatter that you get the better i can't complain the mistress in my life music before the fame i love it i know that you're always there for me and i know that you're always there for me and i know that you're always there for me and i know that you're always there for me and i know that you're always there for me and i know that you're always there for me and i know that you're always there for me and i know that you're always there for me
Are you downsizing? Maybe need more room because of additions to the family or possibly seeking that dream home you've always wanted. Well, Tim Eisner at Royal LePage Atlantic is the guy for you. With a proven track record and multiple awards, Tim goes above and beyond to find out your needs and exactly what you're looking for. So if you're seeking a new home or trying to sell your current one, contact Tim at 902-499-5717 or check him out on Facebook at Tim Eisner. Again, that's 902-499-5717. Trust me, when all is said and done, we'll be saying Tim Eisner strikes again.